Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Service Without Excuses podcast here. Glad to be with you here on a Sunday afternoon. I'm getting a chance to re-record or record something pretty quickly for you guys. And um, it's something that I, I kind of read in a newsletter I subscribed to uh, that has a lot of great content. I just recently started subscribing to this. My first round with it, unfortunately, was uh, my dog getting a hold of the corner of it and pulling, and he got the better end of it. Unfortunately, I didn't know what was in the package, so of course I thought it maybe it was something um, you know that wasn't paper, but it was, and it went all the way to the top, and unfortunately it got ripped, and Mark was generous enough to send me another copy, so thank you, Mark, and I've got all my notes right here, and this is going to be a little bit part of it. They just got this yesterday, and if you could see all the yellow highlighted things, if you're looking at this on the YouTube video, these are things that I was able to take away just from reading it, and I read it immediately. I worked yesterday part of a day, and then I got back, took a walk with the dog, and got to read it and go through every little part of it. And it's one of my favorite subjects is called consistency. So we're going to get into more of what that is. But there's a saying in accounting, there's a saying in business that cash is king, the more cash you have unreserved, the better off you are. If you run out of cash, you run out of a business and you run into a hobby instead of an actual functioning working working business. But um, the question is cash king. Well, cash is Definitely king, but there's a reason cash or a process on how to get cash there. What's the best path to get the cash in the end? Number one word, it's called consistency. And one of the things that I've always been proud of over the years, and again, it was just symbolic that this particular uh, uh, newsletter was subscribing to the same thing I talk about is consistency. In fact, in the book, I have a whole chapter about uh, consistency. If you've never read Service Without Excuses, certainly you can message me here on the website, message me on Facebook here, whatever that happens to be, and I can get a book out to you right away if you need to. Um, but it talks about one of the chapters, and it's geared, the book in particular, if you've read it, is geared more towards simple, quick reading, simple things you can use right in your business right now. And consisting is something, consistency rather, is something you can learn and follow immediately. It's a learned skill, um, but you continue to use it. And it's an asset that doesn't really cost you any extra money as long as you utilize what it is. If you need um, somebody to keep you in line with consistency, then that may cost you a few dollars. But other than that, it is a uh, simple, good habit to form is being consistent. One of the things I talk about quite a bit is uh, McDonald's, Burger King, KFC, any franchise chain, right down to new pizza chains like Blaze Pizza, which I happen to really like their business model, consistency. So if you have Blaze Pizza here in New Jersey, Blaze Pizza in California tastes the same. You have McDonald's here, McDonald's out there uh, should be the same as well as the level of service for the most part. Now, there are some rare exceptions. I just noticed when I lived in New York that it seemed to take a lot longer to get something at a drive through at a fast food uh, chain, probably just because of the pure volume of what's coming in. But it wasn't as fast as it was in the Midwest, for instance. But it was still consistent with their message, consistent with the delivery um, they could give to uh, people that are actually thinking about hiring them or people that are thinking about going and eating to them. But uh, while you're while you're systematic about other things, is your consistency also systematic? We talk about this in the podcast and other, other many, many times over and over again about the power of being systematic with everything you do, no matter whether it's your marketing, whether it's your uh, human resources, and whether it's your sales process, whether it's your – it doesn't matter in a business. Whatever it is for you that remains uh, systematic is something that has to be done. We talked about review management the other day being systematic. 
But your consistency is the most important thing to be systematic. So if you're a service-based business, you're a carpet cleaner, you're a plumbing company, HVAC company, you're a roofing contractor um, that is building and scaling your business, one important variable to you is the same way the the, uh, shingles are put on the roof or whatever the tiles are put on the roof should be done every single time. We all know situations are different. You know, Mrs. Jones' carpet is not the same as Mrs. Smith's carpet. We know that the system, the air handling system that was installed in Mrs. Jones is not the same as Mrs. Smith. We know the plumbing that's probably been done might have been 15 years ago and might not even be to technically code by today's standards. So you know you're going to run into a lot of variables out there, um, but your delivery at the end of the day should be consistent. So your message to your customers over and over again you know, should be things like, well, this is a situation. This probably wasn't installed to where code is today, or this might have been done better. Maybe they just went this route to save you a few dollars, whatever it was. But you need to explain that point and then consistently deliver on the service level that you would expect all of your technicians to do and expect your customers to receive on the uh, on the back end of the service. Uh, making sure that you're in charge of maintaining that level of consistency. You know, companies that have succeeded over time have managed that level. So let's go to Amazon in particular, because I always love that subject. And Amazon's the big corporate giant, big massive company, but it started from very humble beginnings, making sure somebody ordered a book, uh, whether they called or they ordered it online uh, from Jeff Bezos way, way, way back, um, that he was going to deliver the exceptional service. He might have put something a little bit extra in the book, might have put the book there with a little extra book or a little something. And you always got that extra level of service. Well, that same consistency has followed Bezos in his successful career as an entrepreneur over history. Um, Great customer service. Not always perfect, but it's a huge corporation. It's one of the biggest in the world, and it's not going to be perfect when you have that much. However, if you can keep a consistent delivery over and over again to know that you're going to have something in a timely manner, and if there's a problem with it, they're going to fix it, is a is a big thing. So I particularly am a, and a pretty. I buy a lot of stuff from Amazon. I've had my downs in the past, and, and it, it's hurt some of my buying. But I buy on Amazon, and I pay a premium to it. Most part, I pay obviously for a membership, a business membership. I I have one of the top level Amazon buying things because I buy a lot of stuff from there. And one of the things, I mean, it's going to sound crazy, but there are products and cleaning solutions I purchase through Amazon. Now, they're professional cleaning solutions. They're coming from a top-end company. They might even come from a company in Canada. In fact, one of them does. Um, But I buy it through Amazon because I'm going to have it in two or three days. I know there is no way, barring the big pandemic problems we had in the first place, that there is going to be a problem with my order, that it's going to show up when it was scheduled, when it arrived. It says, you know, your package is on its way. It's here. You could track it. Links right to UPS or FedEx or whatever the shipping uh, company may be. And you can follow it from A to Z, wherever it's going to go. The ability to deliver on that consistent result and deliver millions, literally millions of units or packages pretty much on a daily basis, you know, is is incredible by any standards. Right down to their experiment, I don't know how they've done with it lately, I haven't really checked, but they were trying to do drone deliveries. Drones coming and delivering your package when you're not on a regular route and you needed to have it in a timely manner, a drone would bring your package to your lawn and essentially drop it off and then go to wherever it needed to be. Now that will be really incredible at some point if they can master that and get that down, that's crucial, but part of their strategy of consistency is making sure that that particular item can be there within the 
allotted time um, that they promise the customer at the end of the day. That's huge. So if a company like Amazon on the massive scale they are, on the massive worldwide scale they're on, can do it, there's no reason you as a small service business professional can't have consistency in your business. Um, again, his company started from very basic beginnings and making sure that there was a system behind everything and that you were consistently going to deliver the service that your customers uh, were asking for, that were looking for. Um, there are so many examples out there of just companies successful with this. I said in the book a very profound statement, and some can misconstrue it the wrong way, but I want you to listen to my delivery onto it, and it'll really, really explain it easy. You can be consistently good at something. You can be consistently bad or not good at something, but you can never, ever be seen as inconsistent. And the example I use in the book is I use a McDonald's cheeseburger, and I use a you know a Burger King cheeseburger. It's not probably the best cheeseburger you've ever had, and if you happen to love it and it's the best cheeseburger you've ever had, then great. It's met your demands. But for most people, they're going to tell you they can get a better burger down the street at a burger joint at um, anywhere pretty much you know that serves fine burgers or stuff that's more custom-oriented um, than a fast food burger. However, they've maintained the consistency over the time, over the years. Uh, this is the same cheeseburger we made 10 years ago. This is the same chicken nuggets we made 10 years ago. KFC never changed the recipe. And if we've changed anything, it's the delivery of the product, which means it's going to be a different product. It's not going to be the same thing. They've amped up the product. They've built off and diversified from products, but they've never, ever, ever changed the consistency of the delivery that they give to the customer. They've made sure that whatever they're doing, it's the same process, the same thing over time. Now, you may think, hey, I want to be spontaneous. I want to be different. I want to come up with something unique. I don't want to be held by constraints of being the same way all the time. Good. I'm not asking you to change that. I'm asking you to be different. I'm asking you when you figure out what that delivery system is going to be, whatever your message is going to be, that you find a consistent way to deliver it. If you're going to sell perfume and you're selling a product, then that product has to be the same in the same delivery process. It's not just the product. It's what gets here. An example. It's recently, and I never want to – I want all entrepreneurs to succeed. That's just – that's the person in me. Bought flowers for my wife around Valentine's Day. You know, they, they seemed to look okay when I got them. They weren't the best-looking flowers, but we really thought, you know what, they were expensive. I think they were around $60 by the time we got them for the roses. You can easily get a good set of roses for 25 bucks at the most expensive place um, for uh, Valentine's Day. But it, it made it look on the website like it was going to be, you know, a really nice bouquet of flowers. And my wife was excited. She wanted these flowers. So we or I ordered the flowers. I saw that she wanted them and she knew the person that was selling them, a relative friend of whatever. Flowers showed up and they hand delivered them and that was awesome and that's a great experience to show up, ring the doorbell, leave. Here's your nice beautiful flowers. We get the flowers open open. Again, they're they're nice. They're not great, but they're nice. But we figure they're gonna bloom. They're gonna, you know, look a little bit better. And they never bloomed. And they were dead within couple of days and we're like we, we don't understand it how can flowers that you can buy at costco look beautiful and stay much longer for a fraction of the price than these fresh flowers or quote-unquote fresh flowers that were gone in no time in fact we got flower i got her flowers at the same time because i saw the look on her face she was a little disappointed by the flowers she definitely wasn't the thing so i went out and got new flowers and um 
they may have even been Costco flowers because I happen to be a fan and, and the people that do a lot of the Costco flowers are actually clients of mine. So I'd like to give the business back to those that, that purchase from me. But the look on her face when, when she saw this is the delivery was good. The website looked good. The hand delivery was good. The smile when they walk and driving away or walking away from dropping out the flowers is perfect. But the flowers themselves, the product itself wasn't very good. But we didn't want to say anything. And the reason we don't say anything is they delivered such good customer service that the product was not anywhere near to what we had expected. But the service they delivered was so good, we couldn't complain. Now, I'm not saying we'd order flowers from them again because it just did not seem to hold up necessarily. But I would definitely recommend their customer service with a little bit of a marker saying the flowers don't really last that long. You know, ours weren't the greatest, but they look really nice and they have some great positive reviews. So even with a great consistent, even with a a not so good product, the level of customer service that was given, the level of service that was uh, portrayed to us and to my wife and the feeling she got from ordering or getting those flowers that were ordered custom was really good. Again, if the product could have matched it, that's a home run. That's a success and a business. So my only suggestion to that company uh, would be to change your flower wherever you're getting your flowers from. You may want to, you know, up that up a little bit because the rest of your business is delivering a very, a very consistent um, outcome in the end. Uh, that would be something that you really, really, really want to refine in your business. You really want to break down. You really want to fine-tune how you're delivering things. When we're as a carpet cleaning company, when our customers call, they get consistent delivery every single time. You know, We're not answering our phones typically on a Sunday. You leave a message. We're, we're answering our phones six days a week um, You know, at all hours. It's not just regular office hours. We're answering at different hours. We're moving. But they can expect we're going to get back to them with the difference that we're not going to always get back to them on Sunday. Now, they can email us or they can text us. And there's a good chance we're going to get back to them on a Sunday pretty easily because it's easy enough not to be on the phone. I have other things going on or staff have other things going on and expect them to work on their day off unless that we've got a big job that day in particular. But typically, no, that's a day we don't do it. We're known to be consistent not to necessarily answer messages directly on Sundays. We'll answer emails. We'll answer direct messages. We'll answer um you know, our phone call returns the following business day, but we're not going to answer them. That's consistent delivery. Now, if I don't answer the phone between the hours of 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday, I think, and it's 8 to 5 on Friday, anywhere between 10 and 2 on Saturday, that's our office hours, then I'm failing to deliver on that. Now, it doesn't mean we're always going to pick up immediately with the with the calls. Customers may have to leave a message. We're on the other line. We could be running two or three lines at any given time. We could be out in the field and not even hear the phone ringing like there's nobody here in the office and we're all out running around like crazy. You still got to get back to them. You can't sit there and go two hours, whatever, the next night, later in the day. I know sometimes things are, you know, make it tough, but you can't let it sit. There are examples. We have a uh, a friend of mine that refers jobs to us, and the first thing they say to the customer when they call that company is, New Jersey's best, we'll get back to you, but they may not get back to you till later on tonight, but they will return your call later in the day, uh, one way or the other. That is okay, because they're already setting the precedent that this company may not get back to you in an hour or two, because they may not be able to get back to you in an hour or two. Um, a busy company, you know, a well-run, well-referred a uh, well-sought-out company is not always going to be able to get back to you immediately because they're busy taking care of the customers and clients and maintain the consistency of delivering, over-delivering the service, rather, of what you need to get. 
Excuse me one second. So no matter what you're doing in your business, you have to think about every little part of it and see, does this make sense? Does this consistently deliver a message that we're trying to give to our potential customers and clients and our current customers and clients? Is this message that we're sending the same thing every single time? Did we go into Mrs. Smith's house and feel that Mrs. Smith wasn't exactly the nicest person in the world to work with, but because she wasn't nice, we were mean to her or we weren't good to her or she got on nerves. Listen, there are customers and clients sometimes you have to fire. We all know that we've been there. And if you haven't done that, you will. Um, there are people that you want out of your fold quickly um, and you don't want to go back and that's okay. That's fine. That's part of a business world. There are people you just don't want to deal with and you you don't, you won't deal with and you shouldn't, but you need to be consistent about your message. You can't treat the the next customer after you've just dealt with a very difficult customer with uh, gloves up because you know they you think she's going to be mean or nasty too as well you can't everybody's different but our delivery system has to be the same you know if the first customer is not nice to our guys we pull our guys off the job and say have a nice day don't ever call us again and we've had to do that and that's okay and that, then we're okay with that because we're not going to have our technicians abused or anybody uh you know, taking advantage of when it comes to that. We're just not going to put our guys in the harm's way. We're, we're not about that. And if you're going to be abusive to one of our guys, you know, that that's that's the end result of that. However, we can't pull that same process into the next customer, which is waiting for us, loving our service, loving the reviews they read, loving the, the feedback they've they've gotten, and even loving the experience they had when they first booked the job with us. We're maintaining that consistency across the board every single time. I'm going to speak personally to me, and I could speak, you know, more about others that I know that do that. But, you know, Sunday is traditionally a day that I try to spend as much time with my family. I don't like to do anything particularly business-related on Sundays, but that is a day I get certain things done. I get things planned. I get my Sunday morning minutes episodes out and what I want to discuss about that. It takes time to plan this. I have three different business entities I run at the same time. Does that take on a lot of time? Yes, because... They are at times our cleaning business is is not seasonal, but it has its seasons per se. So there are slower times of the year, and there are times of the year we're going strong every day of the week, um, with exception to Sunday. Like I said, for the most part, um, you know, you need to be able to deliver those results of consistency across the board. If I tell my uh, coaching clients that I'm available Monday through Friday from 8 to 4, I can't deliver upon that. It's not possible. Now, I do have days during the week I can because I can schedule crews in the field to do the jobs, but I can't deliver upon that, and therefore, I'm sending a mixed message. I'm sending a, uh, a jaded message. I'm not sending consistency. I'm not saying this is when I'm available. This is what I can do. My podcast I do in the evening for the most part. Why? Because I'm too busy during the day to do it. It's not that I'm trying to be disrespectful to our customers. In fact, I'm extremely flexible. I just don't put that that's an option to me because I have too many other things out there. I'm managing the expectations. I'm managing the consistent experience my customers are having, my podcast guests are having. I appreciate having them there. I love having them. We get great content. We always typically get a great interview out of it. However, if I tell somebody I can be there at 12 o'clock Eastern on one of my busiest days of the week, there's a good chance something will go wrong and I probably will have to cancel that podcast or reschedule that podcast to a different date. 
to run multiple businesses, you have to have a certain level of consistency. Yes, there's systemization to things, but there are three different businesses. The podcast coaching consulting business is its own entity. Uh, I deal with an entertainment side of it too as well, and I also have uh, New Jersey's best uh, carpet and tile cleaning amongst anything else I might do in the process of that. So I would make sure that you know, you're know you maintaining those expectations and you're delivering consistent results. Um. They are looking for this, guys. They're not looking for this. You've heard it, and maybe you've heard it, and it's a common saying back, you know, if you've lived in a major city in an urban area, um, you know that they sold the restaurant. It's a, it's a famous Italian place, and then they sold, and now it's not as good. It might be just fine. They might just change the paint in the room, and now there's an inconsistent result. Or that maybe they went there, and the old owner was very attentive to detail. He was like, you know, Joe Spano that I talked about in one of my blogs. Um, and he is very hands-on, meeting guests, meeting everybody, and and uh, and very involved. And they may sell that to somebody, which I, they won't ever do because I think the son's going to take over. A very similar process to that. But they sold it, and nobody came out to deliver and maintain those relationships. They would go, something changed. Well, the food might be just as good, but the relationship and the consistency is now different because Joe Spano is not walking around or somebody else is not walking around managing the experience with the guests, introducing themselves, bringing them in. I imagine if Joe did not have a son and he was looking to groom somebody, he would be grooming somebody and and sell the business and stay on with them for probably a, a period of time to engage his customers with the new ownership of the company and feel comfortable that they're going to get the same result in the same food and the same everything across the board it's it's key to be seen that way it's key everything you do that you do it consistently i know i have x amount of time to accomplish a particular task other than our normal day-to-day operations of new jersey's best i gotta know that this is what time I can work with them because it's not possible to be in two places at the same time and do what I do. It's not possible to maintain the level of consistency that people expect from me, whether you're a coaching client, consulting client, podcast guest. Um, you could be somebody wanting to hire me for a speaking engagement, and I can't be at these places when I'm running a company uh, at the same time without something being planned ahead of time and maintain the same level of expectation of consistency that they're looking to have delivered. If I promise you something will happen, the one reputation piece that I have, I've always had, is it will happen. If I tell you something will happen, it will happen. It's just, that's my way. Uh, I've done it being a a green going into Staten Island, not knowing anybody, not being from Staten Island, um, and, and going there and knocking on doors to start a business with my old partner from scratch. And he'll be the first one to tell you, I didn't know anybody, bought a lousy mailing list that had all kinds of information that wasn't correct onto it. But yet I consistently went out there day in and day out and knocked on doors and built relationships relationships up. And one of the ways that I, we were able to build up as quickly as we were is my reputation for doing work for plumber A or plumber B um, told plumber C that, no, no, the guy's legit. He If he says something, it'll get done. That reputation follows you of delivering consistent outcomes and delivering consistent results. So I would say you've got a question and break down, um, and I don't want to seem redundant on this, every little bit of your business when it comes to the consistency you're delivering, you know, chart it out, what you do in a day. If you're sending technicians out in the field, if you're going out and doing a job for customer Mrs. Jones, make sure Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Smith, and Mrs. Alexis is having the same job 
results, is having the same process of consistency, process of delivery, process of great customer service, process of great phone experience, process of good you know messaging, email response, messaging. In today's world, we get an awful lot of people that send notes to us on Messenger on Facebook. Um, and we have to be very tactful about a response because a response can see, be seen different ways. So our response to that it has to be consistent with high-end delivery and response. But it can't be a misconstrue of words because then we're sending a mixed message, which again breaks consistency rules um, when it comes down to it. So guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, please feel free to subscribe, write down some comments, uh, check us out, go to our website. Um, we always have fresh content. If you are into a service-based business, if you're in the service industry, feel free to apply for Service Without Excuses community group. Um, we have a bunch of entrepreneurs in there that are business owners and uh, uh, managers and such that we discuss a whole bunch of different stuff on there. And, of course, the podcasts are a big subject on there, but it's a bunch of ideas and a collective of people with creative ideas that are bringing them to the masses. So we appreciate having you here. Guys, have a great day. Enjoy, and we'll see you on some of our upcoming podcasts. Again, I have Joe Kowalski from Service Monster coming up on Monday to talk about the importance of a proper CRM program. That's Customer Relationship Management Program. That is the lifeblood of your business. Uh, without a good CRM program out there, it's very it's impossible to automate your business and have consistent results, especially if you're a smaller guy. Bigger companies probably can do it because they have people there to um, serve different functions, but they still use CRM programs, and they have for many, many years, way before they were on the market like they are today. So we're going to have a good in-depth conversation with that, and we're also getting into some, some forms of marketing. He is a, a genius, and there's no question about it when it comes to um, internet marketing and how the customer perceives things and again experience okay guys have a great day we'll see you soon thanks 